So my name is Hannah Asfar, and I'm a part of the Arab Student Union here on campus. And we're going to talk today about various topics relating to the Arab community, the Marine Valley community, and um, basically what it means to be an Arab versus what it means to be a Muslim. So I guess I'll start off the debate or the discussion with um, basically that you can be um, Arabi, but you also can Hold on, let me say that again. So you can basically be from Middle Eastern descent, but you don't have to be Muslim, and you can also be a Muslim, and you don't have to come from Middle Eastern background. And I feel like that's a topic that a lot of people kind of get confused with because a lot of people just automatically assume that every Arabi person is Christian as well as every Muslim person is Arabi. And it's a big difference because you can be African-American, you can be Muslim, you can be Chinese, you can be Muslim. And you could, you can also be Arabi and you could be Christian. So um, that's, I think, something that we need to be more educated on and just kind of not have that... Uh, so. What's the so. word? Um, the expectation, I guess, that everyone's the same. Or like just assuming with that, um, going along with it, it's like Hispanics. Um or Latinos, Latinas, um, most of them are either Christian or Catholic, and you can't just assume, like, someone's Christian or Catholic if they're from Latin descent, going along with that, like, what Hannah said with, like, Muslims and Arabs, you can't just assume someone, if they're Muslim, they're Arab, and if they're Arab, they're Muslim, there's a lot of different things, and yeah, it's 2018, so, I mean, it's pretty widespread now, so, anyone can be anything, basically. Um, just kind of bounce off of what Mo was saying. Um, you can be Arab, but the Middle East is so spread out and so different. So someone who's from Palestine or Jordan has different kind of like uh, traditions than someone who comes from Iraq or Iran. Um, majority of the people who are here at Marine Valley, M- Marine Valley, come from Palestine or Jordan, and then you'll have like a few people who are not from there. And I feel like that's also something that we all need to be kind of more aware about. We can't just assume everyone's from Palestine or Jordan. And they do a lot of things differently. And um, I think we just need to all respect one another's differences here and just kind of acknowledge that there's a lot more to the Middle East than just Palestine or Jordan as well. But I think within the Arab community here, we all just stereotype each other. We kind of categorize each other. If you were born here, you are more Americanized. Or if you were born overseas, you are referred as to a fob, which means fresh off the boat. So most people who were born here, if they have see somebody or hear somebody act a certain way or do something a certain way, they're kind of under assumption as a fob, which I think is a term we throw around a lot here. Just going off of the FOB term, um, a lot of the people who are in the library, okay, we kind of categorize them as FOBs because we're not FOBs, but when you kind of call someone a FOB, they kind of also kind of get offended, like, what's wrong with just coming here? And it's just kind of like the difference, I guess, in how we grew up. Um, 
like when you when you grow up in like an American society, you kind of understand what's accepted and what's not accepted, and some things that are accepted here are not accepted over there, and vice versa. So when you see a lot of people in the library, you kind of see them acting up a little bit and being, I guess, obnoxious is the word. So just to kind of counter that, I would say don't assume that all, I guess, the people, all the out-of-be people who are in the library are, you know, grown up here all the time and know what's accepted socially and not. They just might not understand that what they're doing is not really appropriate here. And um, that's, I guess, kind of like a goes back to, to what's socially accepted here versus what's socially accepted, you know, back home. Just to hop off of that, but there are some people in the library who were born here and are still just obnoxious. Yeah, definitely that too. So, I don't know, just kind of more about the person and just what they feel like they're allowed to do, I guess, in a presence. I mean... And it's the tone they set for us. Uh, going along with that, it's... um. I see it as that the people that we categorize as fobs in the library or wherever it is, um, it's just that we see them. We see a lot of people from like Arab descent in the library. That's just where they choose to hang out. That's where their classes are near. Um, so I see that as the people that are, as we say, fresh off the boat fobs. Um, they're like the first generation of their family that's actually in America taking the opportunity. And it goes along with, like, in history, let's just say people are from Ireland, like, the first people that came, you know, people from Europe, let's just say Asia, any other place, it's that their family had, like, a generation where it was the first people, and they didn't understand how it was living in America in a standard social standard set. So, um, I think it's just that we give some understanding to, like, people that are here now, and it just so happens to be that it's people from Arab descent that are here, um... They are the first generation in their family for some people. So, I mean, some people just need to understand, like, that's how it is. Um, they're just the first people from their family. But vice versa, if we were to go back overseas as somebody who grew up in America for, like, our whole lives, they'd probably consider us a fob as well. <coughs> okay, then just kind of going on with, like, what fob means... Um, I feel like we should, like, respect and appreciate, like, not, like, ap- appreciate, I guess, like, respect and kind of know what they're coming from, because, like, living overseas and then coming to America is a, a really, like, huge transformation, I guess, and it's, like, it comes with a lot of struggles, so, like, I lived overseas for nine years, and I came here four years ago, and, like, my English was not, like, as like as good as it is now, but, like, those fobs that we are talking about, you know, they lived overseas most of their lives, so, like, you know, coming to America and suddenly speaking, learning a new language, it is hard, and it's not, like, as easy as it sounds, even if, like, the system in here, like, you you learn everything in English, so it's kind of, like, hard for them, so they're, like, I would say probably, they're. I'm pretty sure they're taking ESL classes, which are, like, <clears throat> a class is designed to learn English as a second language, which is, like, not easy, because... Like, they're learning learning a new language, and learning a new language is not easy at all. Like, I had to go through that. But, like, again, like, coming to a new country is a huge, like, struggle that I find. Like, it takes time to fit in and adapt to the new environment you're in. And then coming out of, like, the cultural shock, I think we both... People who are living in America, when they see somebody coming from overseas and, like, the things that they see them do, it's like, where did you learn that? Like, it's just, 
it's different. It's not what we expect unless we're physically overseas. But I think that also goes vice versa. Is everybody has this image of what America is like, and then they come here, and it's totally different than what expected. But yet, we grow... Like, this area, Palestine, and, like, Bridgeview, Orland, like, they're all pretty popular with Arab, populated Arab community. But yet, we still have American culture that we mix in with our heritage from back home. But some people don't understand, and they still believe that, like, we live on the culture of, like, what is done back home. And there's a big difference of how things are done back home versus here, especially with, like, the gender roles. Um, that's something that I think is so different overseas versus it is here. Um, girls can easily go out here, hang out with your friends, drive, have your own car. But if you go back home and you see a group of girls by themselves, they're never usually alone, alone, though. They always have someone driving them who's a male or a male escort, or they're just kind of that ideology that a woman can't be left alone in public but a male kind of can go out all night and it's okay because he's a boy at the end of the day he can protect himself as they always say to me here even though I'm living here my parents still have that mentality where it's like oh no don't be out past nine o'clock we don't know what's gonna happen it's kind of like well if I'm past if I'm out at nine o'clock or if I'm out at five o'clock in the afternoon if something bad's gonna happen to me it's gonna happen either way but they just kind of have this mentality where if you're a male, then you're automatically kind of able to protect yourself, able to do more, essentially. And um, that's not the religion, that's mainly the culture. And that's what a main difference is. A lot of people kind of get that messed up. They think Islamically, like, that's how it's supposed to be. But in reality, Islamically, the woman actually has more rights than a male does, technically. So... That's just a major difference, and I feel like when people come here and they kind of see, you know, girls going out by themselves, and they're if they're not familiar with the culture, how it's here, they're, it's kind of like a big shock to them. And it's kind of like, we all live here, we all know what to do here, we're, we're, we're fine, you know? Like, we don't need a boy to be with us if I go to the mall, or if I just come to the school by myself. But when you go back home, it's such a different idea, and... That's why I can never live there. <laughs> like, I could not deal with having a guy kind of take me everywhere, d- be dependent on a male. Like, I'm just too independent for that. So, any males want to chime in on that? But I think here, I don't know, for me growing up, I both my parents were born and raised here. So, it was never, like, pushed on me that, oh, if you're going out, like, your brother has to go with you, oh, you're going this, then you're, like, your older male cousin has to come with you, it was just, like, okay, you're going out, where are you going, who are you going with, like, that type of parental questions, it was never just, oh, you're not allowed to go out, period, or anything like that. You see, that's a difference, though, my parents, my dad was the first one from his whole family to come here, and he kind of bring my mom over here with them. So they never even went to high school here. So like when I would tell them, oh, I want to go to prom or I want to go to homecoming, they would look at me like I'm saying something crazy to them. And I'm like, but all my friends are going. Why can't I go? And they're like, no, we we don't do that type of stuff. And it just kind of made me feel like, why can't I go out and have a good time with my friends? Like, what do they think is going to happen? You know, they always kind of worry, I feel like, excessively. And that's just because they're not used to that when they're back home they don't have homecoming or prom like and they don't have that kind of mixed i would say environment in school like even if they go to a public school it's still separated with like 
male male classes, female classes. I mean, I've never taken education or classes there, so I don't really know how it is, but just to my knowledge, that's kind of how it is. So. Okay, so, like, I lived overseas for nine years, so, like, I'm pretty familiar with, like, expectations, I guess, like, of people around you. But, like, kind of talking about the culture shock. So, schools over there are separated, where there's, like, schools for females and then a school for males. Like, it's not, like, mixed how it is in here, like, in high school and at community college, like, the one we're in right now. But, like, overseas, since it's separated, you you don't normally see, like, a girl walking with a guy, both Arabs walking together. Like, you wouldn't see that. Except if, you know, it's your brother who you're walking with or, like, someone you're related to. Even, like, someone you're related to, you're not, like, you don't necessarily have to walk with him. And, like, especially, like, in school, like, you would never see that. Like, there's a specific, like, road for females and a specific road for ma- males. But, like, after I lived there for nine years and then I came here, I went to high school that's, like, really, like, has a huge population of Arabs, Stag High School. So I was, like, shocked of the way I saw, like, girls walking with guys. And it wasn't just, like, a normal walk, like, they're walking together. Like, they'll be talking, laughing aloud, like, you know, hugging each other sometimes. And I was, like, kind of shocked about it because that's not something I was, like, I I was, like, used to, I guess. It was, like, shocking to me to see that. But, like, eventually, like, my friends, like, I was, like, the fob, I guess, like, fresh from overseas. I didn't know anything, you know. No one told me that this would happen until, like, I met, like, friends who would tell me, oh, like, this is normal here. And I was, like, what do you mean, like, this is normal? Like, this is something that would never happen overseas. But I guess, like, they never, like, probably lived overseas, so they don't, they weren't raised, like, like that. Like, I guess, like, or it's either that I think about it, like, their parents, their parents wouldn't know about it. Like, I was shocked about it. And, like, I'm still, I'm kind of shocked. Like, I don't, like, I get surprised when I see Arabs do that because that, that's something that I know for a fact that if they went overseas, they probably wouldn't, like, do that at all. At all. Like, they probably wouldn't even think about it. But in here, it's, it's so normal because, like, I guess, like, America is a free country. Like, you come here and you can pretty much do whatever you want. But at the same time, like, you still have to kind of follow, like, your culture and tradition because that's not what our culture teaches us and what our religion teaches us. And I think that's kind of um, an important thing, what kind of Jenna was saying, and also you were kind of touching upon, like, you have to merge the two cultures, because you're not living back home, and you're not American only, like, you still have the, your ties to the Arab world, and if you're Muslim, you still have your Muslim duties, so it's kind of really hard growing up in a society where it's so free, and everyone does whatever they want, and you see PDA all, all day, and it's kind of like hard growing up here because it's kind of like you have to learn how to control yourself but at the same time not stick out from everyone else and it's kind of like wearing a hijab versus not wearing a hijab if you're muslim of course and it's kind of like because i was obviously the first not the first person in my family to go through high school but my sister never kind of told me what to expect so i kind of was like shocked too at first seeing how everyone was and i was more of a, a shyer person i guess in high school until i kind of like said, oh, okay, this is okay to do, um, no harm is going to come if I kind of go to a basketball game with all my boys and girlfriends, you know, like, if we sit in a big group, that's okay, you know, like, I kind of didn't know what to expect going into high school just because of the fact no one kind of told me what to expect, no one told me how it's supposed to go, no one told me what's okay and what's not okay to do, and I had to figure that out all on my own, so. Uh, growing up, like, in high school, it was, I also really didn't have anybody to guide me, so, it was kind of, I went to a high school that was 
populated too with a lot of Arab. So, but it was kind of hard to fit in because you either had the people who came from overseas and they kind of, that was like during lunch or whatever, they would go get extra help or during class they'd be like put to a side with a teacher aide to help them get pushed through. Or then you had, there were some Arab who wouldn't represent us the right way. It would be like every weekend they were out partying or <laughs> doing things that they shouldn't, wouldn't be Islamically appropriate. But then you're put in the middle where... It was either you didn't fit in with either or and you'd be awkwardly out of the picture in like the out of school or you'd be called like the white out of person. This episode of MVCC POV was produced and edited by Tish Hayes with music by Lakey Inspired. Thanks to the MVCC Library for supporting the podcast.